What's up, CrossFit Engage fam? It feels so good to be back, and it feels good to see every single one of your smiling faces in the gym again, training hard, and just getting after it. What you're about to hear now is a live recording of a Zoom class from when we were in lockdown that I felt had a lot of useful information in it. I apologize in advance for the lag time due to internet connection issues we were experiencing at the time, but if you have the time, see it through, give it a listen, and I hope you enjoy. Um, yeah, so yesterday we talked about mindset. Um, I had our guest Travis was on, and um, we kind of jammed back and forth on just some things, strategies that help us out uh, when we're working out alone. Um, hopefully some of you guys that were on here or that are on here now heard that yesterday and were able to apply some of that yesterday. I know Corey said it helped him out some today. Um, I wanted to talk about fitness today, and we touched on it a little bit yesterday when we were talking about mindset, but I didn't want it to get, um, I didn't want it to become too much of a fitness discussion at that point. Um, but I wanted to start off with the question, and I'll just have anybody jump in on this one and just feel free to give me an answer, what you think it is, or whatever. But what is fitness to you guys? What does that mean? Um, and we'll go from there. So what is fitness? Ready, shoot. Like what it wants. Yeah, no, not everybody at once, please. I'll give it another five seconds and then I'm going to jam on it. Somebody has something, let me know. All right. So fitness. Great. I am so glad that nobody answered actually, uh, because that's, this is phenomenal. No. And I think that while we're not together and I call this like our separate togetherness is a perfect time to jam on different topics that we don't normally get the chance to do in a group class setting, just cause everything's like, go, go, go in the workout. Um, so I think it's very important for you guys to know and have a good understanding of what it is that we're actually doing here. You know, yeah, the workouts are fun and the community's great, but what, what is really taking place? Um, so fitness was actually CrossFit is the first organization to actually define the term uh, fitness. Um, and I know I've sent Corey, uh, if any of you guys have seen Danny Broflex, it's pretty funny stuff, but uh, <laughs> Danny Broflex did a skit on like the NSCA and, and the NSCA said that, you know, well, fitness is the state of being fit. And it's like, well, what, what does that mean? You know? Um, so CrossFit came along. We're actually the first organization to ever define it. So fitness for us is work capacity across broad time and modal domains. Basically what that means is a very scientific fancy way of saying, increase the amount of work that you can physically get done across as many different time domains as possible. Right? So we have workouts that last, two minutes we have workouts that last 60 minutes and we have workouts everywhere in between so as many different time domains as you can and across uh modal domains so we're not just lifters we're not just runners we're not just cyclists we're not just gymnasts i mean we do it all so we're going to throw as many different variables at you as we possibly can 
And the better you are at all of those, the fitter and more formidable human being you become. Um, how do we do that? It's a great question. Glad you asked. Um, our prescription for fitness and increasing this work capacity across broad time and modal domains is um, constantly varied functional movements at high intensity. And you guys know from the work that we do in the gym, everything is always different. Every workout's always changing, it's ever evolving, and you guys have to adapt to that each and every day. Um, so that's the constantly varied piece. The functional movements, obviously there's no machines in our gym. Um, everything is multi-joint, uh, it's, it's, it's full range of motion, you know, it's, it incorporates more musculature than just one. We don't do any isolated movements, not for our you know, general workout, maybe some accessory stuff, but, um, and then high intensity, high intensity is where the magic's at, right? That's where all the results lie. Um, and that's what everybody wants, but you guys know if you've been with us for any extended period of time, you know, mechanics, consistency, and then intensity. And we demand that it looks good first, it looks good over time second, and then we ask you to dial it up and crank up that heat a little bit. Um, so that is fitness, right? That's great. We have a definition now. Um, what does that mean for us? And, and how is that applied? And how does it correlate with what we're actually doing? I wanted to... Uh, I, I talked about this a little bit in yesterday's call and I didn't, I didn't jam on it a whole lot, but I said I wanted to talk about the, the sickness, wellness, fitness continuum. It is actually the fourth model of CrossFit's uh, four models of fitness. Um, and I think it's probably one of the most valuable. It's my absolute favorite because it just makes too much sense. Um, and I think, sorry, I got somebody jumping on. Um, it makes too much sense just for what it is and it makes too much sense in the moment and what everybody across the globe is kind of dealing with not to talk about. So I'm going to actually share my screen here with you guys and I'm going to attempt to draw. So bear with me. I don't have a mouse. I've just got like my mouse pad. So this is going to be pretty horrendous, but, um, can you guys see, let's see this whiteboard here yes can you guys see that okay perfect so i'm gonna attempt to make some lines here and i'm gonna try not to butcher this as much as i can so we've got this continuum here and it's not going terrible all right and let's say on this end there is sickness put an s on this end there is wellness put a w and on this end there is fitness all right i haven't lost you guys yet right you can still see the board yeah. okay perfect so the idea and the concept behind this this um this continuum is fitness obviously that's our goal that's what we're training for every single day in the gym is we're trying to make people more fit and on this continuum we can chart out any, um, any biomarker, any uh, performance marker. It literally doesn't matter. You can plot it somewhere on this chart and on this graph, and, uh, and you can watch and see the numbers come alive for yourself. So let's, let's take, um, I'll go with like two or three biomarkers first. So let's say, um, let me change the size of this thing. Let's say blood pressure. Everybody knows a good blood pressure is what? 120, 
God, this is terrible. 120 over 80, right? That's normal. And we'll say that people that are normal are typically well. They're not, they're not super fit, right? They're not sick. They're, they're well, and, and by doctor's standards, they have the, what they call like the absence of disease, right? They're not fit, but they're not, they don't have a disease, so they're, they're good to go. Um, let's say people that are um, sick have somewhere closer towards like 140. Again, I apologize for these drawings. But let's say 140 over, I guess some more people trying to jump in here, um, over 90, right? And now that's not the most extreme blood pressure scenario, but it's definitely not well, right? We're, we're past the norm now. Um, and then let's say that somebody that is really, really fit is gonna be somewhere closer to, let's say 105. Try to draw this out here. You guys are being really patient with me on this. I, I like this. 105 over 60, right? And so the idea behind this continuum is that long before, let's say, let's say I'm middle of the road here, but long before I ever get sick to this point, right? I have to at some point be well first. Right, I can't bypass wellness before I get to sickness. Like I'm not good with numbers and I can figure out that at some point it's gonna decline and as it does, it is not going to immediately jump from, you know, let's say a 110 over 65 to a 140 over 90. That's not the next step, right? Um, let's see if I can undo some of this. So that's like, let's, with blood pressure lot of this let's use another one let's say um let's say triglycerides somebody that's sick might have something greater than let's say 200 200 right let's say somebody that's normal or well would have somewhere hopefully less than 150 that, that is a five i promise uh, let's say that somebody that's really, really fit would have something less than probably 100, right? So 100. Same, same concept. You guys kind of see the pattern, right? Like long before I can ever be sick, I have to be well first. What we see happen is that when we start chasing these fitness numbers, and let's do this, let's, let's put on, um, let's, let's use Fran. How many of you guys know what Fran is? 21, 15, nine of 95 pounds for the guys, 65 for the ladies, front squats, or I'm sorry, thrusters and pull-ups. Um, let's say a good Fran time, somebody that's uh, kind of fit is, let's say seven minutes or less would be kind of here. Let's say CrossFit Games athletes are pushing right at the two-minute mark. Um, I'd say a well individual is probably somewhere around 12 to 15, but we'll just call it 15. And then we'll say a sick person is probably be doing good to pick up the bar, honestly, and they probably have to severely scale. But if they could do it, um, I'd say 30-plus minutes to be able to get done with 21, 15, and 9. 
right? We can, uh, we can go fitness with uh, heavy lifts. You know, anybody that can uh, back squat their, um, their one rep max, let's say, the argument used to be that nobody could back squat over 500 pounds and run a, run a sub five minute mile. Well, now we've had CrossFitters specifically that don't train for powerlifting or, um, you know, sprint uh, miles do both. They've had 500 pound squats and they've had uh, sub five minute miles, you know, and we can chart that across the board. Let's say if your mile is under five minutes, um, a well person might be able to run it in, let's say 12 to 15, right? If you're just kind of hobbing along there, you're doing pretty good. And then let's say a, uh, a sick person would probably be doing good to honestly walk some of it and still be able to jog out some of it. But let's say they're still around that 30 minute mark for a mile, right? So long before, if I'm fit, if I have a five minute mile, where am I at? Five minute mile. Um, before I ever get to a 30 minute mile, I have to at some point have to, you know, have a 15 minute mile. You know what I mean? So the idea behind this entire um, continuum is that fitness is what we're chasing, this, right? And we said yesterday in the call that, you know, it's not about competition. Competition is what makes it fun. Competition is inside of every one of us, um, whether you realize it or not it's going to push you. Um, you know, you're going to push yourself and you know, if you're very competitive, you might even compete and that's fine, but it is not the goal to compete. The goal is to chase fitness. And so how do I become more fit? Well, obviously by showing up every day and doing the work, right? This is stuff that in the class though, what I love about this is all of these things are, are, byproducts of the hard work that you put in um, and you really don't think about it but what's happening is is phenomenal to your health and well-being overall um, you're going to be able to combat chronic diseases a lot easier you're going to be able to combat viruses a lot easier if you're in a more uh, if you're in a higher state of fitness right your body is is going to be well long before it is ever sick does that make sense? No. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Am I just rambling to an empty room yep. here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, and again, I'll, I'll stop this now unless you guys want to take a screenshot of it. But um, the idea, guys, is that what we are chasing each and every day is fitness. Um, you know, the fitter you are, the healthier you're going to be. And, and we've even taken it a step further into saying that, you know, fitness is health over time. And you kind of can correlate now, like with that continuum, like think of any biomarker. It could be blood pressure, it could, could be cholesterol, triglycerides, uh, hemoglobin A1C, uh, could be a C-reactive protein. It doesn't matter. Anything that you can have measured, you can chart it somewhere on that continuum. You can find a normal, you can find like what a fit person would be and you can find what deems you sick. Any doctor will tell you that. And the hard work that you guys put in, and again, it correlates directly to those biomarkers is your performance markers. So if you have a faster friend time, if you have a faster mile time, if you can lift heavier, if you can do more activities, period, you're going to hinge and sway more towards that fitness spectrum than you are the sickness spectrum 
and I would guarantee you if you had your labs done again, they would, they would, um, they would show that. So have I lost anybody? What's up? All right with you. Good. Does anybody have any questions about that continuum? Did that, I mean, for me, I know the first time I ever saw that when I went through my level one is where they taught it. Um, I was like, wow, you know, like that really brings it full spectrum of like, I'm going into the gym to work every single day as hard as I can to be as fit as I possibly can so that I can have these biomarkers that replicate that. And I know that if anything happens sickness wise or whatever, like I have to be well first, I'm not just going to go down with the ship. You know what I mean? And so again, it's not about competition, but competition does make it fun. That's still there. Um, but that's, that's kind of what drives me in the gym, especially is like, I just want to try and be as fit as I can. And so that's why we encourage people to push as hard as you possibly can and give us everything that you possibly can. And, you know, if we're not moving, the intensity is not there. And so without the intensity, we can't derive these adaptations and, and get to that fitter state, if you will. Um, so that that's kind of the one of the big picture reasons why we we expect so much from everybody in terms of the intensity it's got to be there it's got to be there if we want to reap the benefits tommy did you want to add anything to that no <laughs> You look comfy. I am. Well, I, um, you know, we won't get into it too much today, but um, I will share my screen one more time. And I want to talk about something to kind of loop you guys in for tomorrow. Um, on this fitness, um, when we talk about fitness, you know, fitness is not just exercise. Um, you know, the nutrition's got to be there too. And the nutrition is the biggest part. Um, so when we look at that, let me, let me share this again. Me clear all of this um, okay so when we look at that and let's say uh, you know fitness isn't everything but let's say we've got this pyramid of hierarchical needs from a from a health standpoint or a fitness standpoint um, the first block and you guys are probably reading my mind right now is nutrition right nutrition is the foundation for everything else Everything has to be built on that. And Greg Glassman said it the best. You can't out-exercise a bad diet. You can get pretty far, right? And you can you could arguably maintain a state of wellness um, for a lengthy period of time, still eating, you know, like trash, let's just be honest. Um, but you're never going to get to that fit state if you're constantly, you know, dumping trash into the gas tank. So... You know, and then above that, we carry that out. We want to see uh, metabolic conditioning. So do you have a baseline of uh, conditioning? And that's going to come from cardiorespiratory and vascular endurance. Um, you know, after that, we look at gymnastics. Can you control and manipulate your own body before we ever see anybody work on like weightlifting and throwing? 
these are kind of starting to dive into some sport components. And then the last one, the top of the pyramid is the sport component. Um, so number one, and we're going to touch on this a lot tomorrow is nutrition. Um, and if you dial that in and you come in and you try to constantly better yourself in terms of metabolic conditioning, we get better at gymnastics, we get better at weightlifting and throwing, we do our, uh, our sport component, which is our accuracy, agility, coordination, and balance. Those components, um, you are going to, without a doubt, put up a fight against anything that comes up in your life in terms of sickness or disease, age, you name it. Um, so yeah, I don't want to dive into nutrition a lot right now, but we will get to that tomorrow. But just understand also that, you know, with these performance markers, it's not just about that. We got to eat right too. And that's a part of what we're doing here. And I'd say, and I've said it in a podcast before that if you're not making a conscious effort to eat well, you would be hard pressed to have a conversation with somebody and even, even um, tell them that you're doing CrossFit because if you're not eating well, you're not. It's a part of it. It's the biggest part of it. It's more important than the exercise. Um, but in the gym, we don't have as much time to emphasize that because, you know, people are coming in for classes. It's go, go, go. And we got to make sure that you move well and that you're getting the intensity that you need to. And so that we can derive these performance markers. Um, but yeah, nutrition's number one, absolute paramount to everything else. And, and again, that we'll dive more into that tomorrow. Um, and I would even be willing to, if somebody wanted to have a, a one-on-one -on -one nutrition consult, hit me up and we'll try to schedule a time via Zoom call. We can video this thing and, and uh, chat it up. So uh, I'm open to that as well. But today, that's not exactly what the, what the call is about. So any questions? We've got about 11, 12 minutes left. soak it all in yeah good man i love it i love it I just, that's one thing man i'm really kind of i i i'm valuing um is being able to have these discussions with you guys that again we just we don't have the time or get the time to, to do in class but when you really start to see the full picture of what it is that we're doing here it makes it incredibly valuable and it and it makes your training smarter too um you know, me and Travis touched on last night, like what is training and what is competing? We didn't dive a whole lot into it because I think there could very well be an, a whole nother call just based on that. But uh, training is knowing the stimulus that needs to be hit every day um, and hitting that stimulus for that specific adaptation. Competition is driving your body into the ground. Honestly, I mean, that's really all it is. And so in training, you have to be a little bit smarter. In, in competing, you got to hang it all out there to tell your body to shut up and go. You know, um, but I think a lot of times we can get caught up on that leaderboard on in, in classes and stuff, and um, it's very hard to shut that off where you're not competing every single day. So. Well, they have a like I know you talked about like wellness and and fitness, sickness, all that. Is yeah. there like do they have an overall way of measuring that? Like they put in a bunch of components and then figure that out? As many variables as possible. Yeah. Um, that's a great question. Yeah. And so 
I would say take it one variable at a time, but I would, you know, if you're looking at biomarkers, I would say they have to be measured separately. Like blood pressure is not the same as body fat, you know, um, good and bad cholesterol are measured differently. Triglycerides are measured differently. Your hemoglobin A1C is going to have a different number. Um, but I would argue that if you stacked a lot of variables towards the fitness side, let's say your, your heavy lift is, uh, I mean, and there's, there's ratios and percentages out there. I think like really, 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 really fit people can deadlift like three times their body weight. Like that's a measure. Um, so that would be like tipping the scale of the fitness continuum. I would say if you can deadlift double your body weight, you're still pretty dang fit. Um, and arguably, you know, if you could squat, I, I don't know, for the guys, if you could squat 225, you're not doing terrible. You know what I mean? Um, but then that's just one tip of the spear. So we're, fitness is not just strength. Um, let's say in comparison with that, you add in your mile time. Let's say you squat 405 and you run a six-minute mile. I'd argue you're pretty dang fit. And then I would, I would challenge that with if you went and got your lab work done, a lot of those biomarkers that you hadn't even thought about are going to be well tipped towards the wellness or fitness continuum as well. Because there's not many sick people out there squatting 405 and running a six-minute mile. You know, does that help? Yeah, I was just wondering if there's an overall, like, just a measure that they come up with that you kind of see. Um, like with all the guys in the games, like, who's going you know, to come out better at that, you know, because like baseball and all the stats you have in it, where they have right. that with – with those guys yeah the kind of the beauty of crossfit is that we're not specialists in any one area um and so the games are programmed not to specialize in any one area specifically they specialize in not specializing um and so they're they're gonna challenge strength they're gonna challenge um you know uh cardio they're gonna challenge i tell you what let's do this we got a couple of minutes i'll type it up here so with our 10 general physical skills is the first model of fitness that CrossFit uh, kind of put out of the four models. The fourth one I talked about being the sickness, uh, sickness, wellness, fitness continuum. Um, the next one, let's say our 10 general physical skills are cardio, vascular, and let's just say respiratory endurance. If you're driving, I apologize. If you're trying to read, don't do that. Uh, <laughs> And then let's say there's strength, there's stamina, there's flexibility, there's power, oh, I can't type, there's speed, and then there's agility, golly, I can't type, uh, ac accuracy, coordination, and balance. These are our 10 general physical skills that every single workout that we try to come up with um, should incorporate. Now, what you're asking is, is there one overall um, kind of standard to measure all of this by? Yes, and it is these 10 components. If you're looking at performance markers alone. So I would say your performance markers need to, need to 
have a piece of all of this in it. Um, you know, your first, let me, I'll do this. Your first um, four here are gonna come, well, not power. Let's, let's close that off here. Your first four there are gonna come from, uh, from training, right? And training is gonna come from, uh, it's gonna be more of a physiological adaptation. These are gonna be things that change inside of you. Your cardio is gonna get better, your strength, your stamina, your flexibility, all that stuff. Um, your agility, accuracy, coordination, and balance, these are gonna be uh, more sport-based. These are gonna come from uh, practice. Right, so you got to practice getting better at agility. You got to practice getting better at accuracy. You got to practice getting better at coordination and balance. And then the other two, the power and the speed, are going to be a combination between the two. The power and the speed take practice. You got to practice moving your feet fast. You got to practice jumping really, really high and, and using those hamstrings and those hips to kind of accelerate your your feet off of the ground. Um, but it's also gonna with it come a physiological adaptation from the muscle fiber standpoint too. Like you could be uh, a shift more towards the uh, type 2X versus like a type 2A where you're just a really strength dominant individual or a type one where you're just an endurance based freak, right? And that physiological adaptation is gonna come through training but also through practice if you're looking at a power and a speed component. So, in a roundabout way, yes, there's a, an overall way to measure it, um, but it, it requires a lot of variables. Does that help? Yes. Did, that, Did they change that? God, I've been out that long. It was like, used to be like one was slow twitch, two, uh, and a two A and a two B. Yeah, so one is, yeah, one slow twitch, two A is really, really fast twitch, and then your two X is a combo between the two. Um, but, I mean, what's up? I guess they took that out, because it used to be like a, a fast twitch with a two A, and then a, they just called it two B, in between. Yeah. And, you know, kind of the middle ground there. Yeah, and, you know, they're, I think they're honestly always evolving and, and finding new, new studies, new research. I mean, it's not, you know, it's going to evolve. We, what we know now may not be what we know in the next five years. I don't know. You know, it's always going to change. But um, I know coming from where we came from, studying like NSCA textbooks, uh, NSCA actually separated uh, fitness and health. And they're not separate. I can tell you that. Uh, but what they found is that um, they, when, when you take a really, really close look at their studies, their study group, that their subject group that they were using was all endurance athletes. And that's one thing that we fight, like, um, you know, coming in, like people come into the gym, they're like, man, this, you know, this guy's really, really fit. He's going to be great. Like he'll work out well here. And um, I'm like, okay, cool. What does he do? They're like, oh, he's a, I, I hate to pick on him. We've had this conversation, but I'll use, I'll use Jeff copy. Like, Oh, Jeff copy's really, really fit. Like, all right, cool. But, you know, what does he do? They're like, Oh, he's a cyclist. Um, okay. Like we might be able to check two of those 10 general physical skills off the list, but what about the rest of it? You know? Um, and so when Jeff started versus now, Jeff is really, really fit. 
you know? And Jeff is a freak of a, of a cardiorespiratory and, and vascular endurance athlete. And I think that's no secret to anybody because he, you know, qualified for Ironmans in Kona. Um, I mean, he's, he's a, an animal when it comes to stuff like that. But you look at strength, right? You look at power. You look at uh, agility, accuracy, you know, coordinate. Like, I mean, there's there's more than just two variables that need to be trained to deem you a fit individual. Does that help? Oh, yeah. Yeah, perfect. Awesome, man. Well, I tell you what, we got less than a minute. Um, so I'm probably about to jump off here. Um, thank you guys for joining. And be here tomorrow for the nutrition one. We may dive a little bit into nutrition, like theory and, and concepts and stuff, but mostly we're going to talk about the actual challenge that's coming up. Um, and yeah, bring, bring any questions that you got for that and, uh, and we'll try to get them squared away then. Sound good? Great. Awesome. All right. Thank you guys for hopping on. You guys have a great rest of the night. Marvelous. Bye. Yeah, stay See safe. You See you guys.